0: FM.
1: Hello, can I see your passports, please?
2: All right, welcome to the Passport Comedy Podcast. I'm Leon Sandler, and today I'm joined by my co host, Murat Gençoğlu. and our guest, Nitin Mirani.
1: Yay. All right. Welcome. right. You guys sh- didn't you guys forgot my name, did you? Yeah,
0: I was like I was like <laughs> he's going to tell me if <laughs> no, I just robbed him. I tattooed him. your name actually <laughs> to my oh. that was you. No, <laughs> this is the
2: this is the <laughs> trick. I'm like everything I'm not going to add cuz everything I need to know he'll tell me on the podcast. <laughs> so, Nitin, where are you from? Could you tell the audience where you're from and could you could you give the audience a little bit of background about yourself?
1: Sure. Uh Google me. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, okay, so How basically, do you spell yeah, <laughs> that's the easiest one. Uh, basically, I'm from uh, Dubai, I grew up in Dubai. I'm Indian, so I'm a Middle East. Uh, I am an Indian from the Middle East. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool, there you go. Yeah, thank you very much. That was yeah, my that's, that's, time. That's, <laughs> You've been a great that, that was it.
2: That if was if the you point of fast forward. If you want to see more of Nitan's comedy, um.
1: Find I could, could see your assholes go yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that. <laughs> An Indian that from
2: the Middle <laughs> East, and there's nothing more I can say about that as a white guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can I can blow up your internet. <laughs> <I'm> th- <laughs> yeah, with the way, yeah. And provide tech support after yeah, after provide this, tech yeah. support, or just just <laughs> constant spamming of comments for cute cute babies.
1: Um. No, we're going to cut that. Um. <laughs> <All right. laughs> As a matter of fact, one of my, one of my jokes when I... Uh, Sweet when baby I, girls. Um. When I perform in the U.S., one of my opening jokes is that, you know, uh, whenever I fly into New York or the U.S. in general, um, they look at my passport and they say, oh, you know. So he's like, where are you from? I said, I'm from Dubai. He's like, no, but where are you from? <laughs> I grew up in Dubai. This is my Dubai visa. Oh no, no, but where? I'm yeah. from India. It's like, oh, okay, okay. So they get very confused because they're not sure if I'm nine eleven or seven <laughs> eleven. <laughs> they're like, what is he gonna do? Blow us up and then give us curry?
2: <laughs> yeah, the standard. I mean, that's the standard American thing. Is whenever you meet someone who might be an immigrant or just has a name that sounds kind of weird to you, you have to ask where are you from like you five from? or six times to yes. get. You have to go no, no, down. But where are you, into you deeper really life. from? where are you? Where's you, your family from? It's like, yeah. yeah,
1: where were you conceived? Like, how family can I yeah. How exactly am I
2: supposed to treat you, foreigner? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Or if, be racist.
1: Exactly. Which race should I pick? Which yeah, yeah like which, which which which? Are you are
2: you the uh, bomber yeah. stereotype or the apu stereotype yeah. I've got in my head? I need to pick one for, to interact
0: yeah, with. They you. are not satisfied with your answer. Where are you really from? Where are you li- really from? Where do you want to be from?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only only thing bomber about me is the jacket. I wear bomber jackets.
0: That's, <laughs> I wonder why they call it that though. Uh, World War Two, right?
2: Bombers, like they were wearing the jacket. Did they hide there. the bombs they as hide the well? Bomb. No, that's like, that's a new, that would be better in like a, a parka, something big and you know, like a winter coat. All right. You know? Bomber jackets are from World War Two because bomber They fly the bomber fly, planes. They yeah, fly the bomber planes exactly. Oh, wow! Remember right. bombing
1: from from planes oh, no. and not on planes. On uh, planes. Yeah, with planes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I like as soon as I mention Middle East, we've just done five minutes on. Yeah. With, with how how Everything within, else. The like, minute we went to bombing, you're like, like <laughs> Munad. are
2: like, why don't you encourage more people so to let's... listen to you on the podcast? I mean, the podcast where I say all the horrible racist stuff <laughs> that I know I'm shouldn't say or think. You, why don't you get people to listen to this? Yeah.
1: Uh, For our next meeting I would like to invite you into my cellar (laughs)
2: That's right, that's the comedy cellar in uh, um, Riyadh, and that's how they advertise
0: it Well maybe we we should return the courtesy and get to uh, introduce us a little bit So you know who you are talking to Uh, I am Murat, I am doing comedy for 11 years I started in Turkey doing Turkish Then I moved to UK for five years I lived there and I started doing English comedy over there. Then I came back here one and a half years ago and I started uh, the f- longest running English open mic I'm trying to build the English comedy scene in Istanbul. Trying I want to I,
1: I wanna say this on record. I'm really sorry I missed doing your show. And it's I promise right. I'm going to make it up to you. I'm going to come back. We're going to have a sold-out show. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy this is on recording. Yes.
1: <laughs> if,
2: if you're listening to this, you already missed the show that Nathan didn't do, but you can you yeah. can go to the next one that he will do in the future when he does it. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah, we've been doing open mics. We've been doing lineup shows. Recently, we started doing split shows. I mean, we didn't, really start but we announced and we are going to start and we hope that some what, what,
1: what's a split sh- isn't that what they do in bangkok no that's a different no, show. That's, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, <laughs> okay yeah we could do that probably We'd probably get more audience for that
1: yeah so cap on cap
0: yeah what's a split show split show is where you split the solo show it's two like, comics it's instead two of comics. one Nice. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, we're slowly building up our minutes to go doing solo shows. Leon did his first solo show. I've done a solo
2: hour. Oh, wow. Um, What, what What did you call it? I didn't call it anything. I didn't think anybody would care enough for me to give it a name. So I just, I just sort of <laughs> did it. Yeah. It was nice. fine, you know. It was like it was good. I mean, it was like a lot of crowd work and stuff that I normally nice. do because nice. I just didn't want to write a lot of new material. Um, I forgot <laughs> how like tiring it can be though to actually stand up there for an hour and talk. I was like, God, this is like exhausting. Yeah, I,
0: I, I see this online. This is a new thing. Comics used uh, do book. a lot of crowd work yeah, and yeah. share this online. I don't know how, uh, what kind of audience they expect mm-hmm. to come for the next show if they do crowd work only. I, uh,
1: so the thing is, uh, I, I've actually done uh, Istanbul in uh, 2019. We had a sold out show. It was really good. Cool. Yeah. I enjoyed the audience in Istanbul. Um, the thing about crowd work is, I'm a big fan of crowd work. I enjoy improv comedy and crowd work, but I think it depends on where you are in your in your how many years are you in because it does make you lazy mm-hmm. once you start doing crowd work and it hits. Oh. There's something uh, it's like it's sort of like a drug where you get really excited about one yeah. crowd work, and I've also realized nowadays people uh, have a, the, even the audience they know the difference between a, a set that you've written and crowd work. Yeah. And the minute you hit a crowd work joke, there's so much respect mm-hmm. that you get. They're like, oh, man, this guy came up with this yeah. on the spot. Yeah. So that sort of makes you go like, oh, you know what? I don't need to write. But it's a very a bad habit. That's true. It, it, yeah, it gets yeah. you
2: out of like, that's exactly it. I haven't written in the longest time because I'm like, well, I don't really need to write. And if I write, it might not be funny. But yeah. if I do enough crowd work, it'll eventually be funny. So
1: it's a drug. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The thing about crowd work is uh, it's crowd work. Mm-hmm. So uh, you always have to write and I tell all the comics and everybody who attends this because if you don't write, then you have nothing to fall back on. Yeah. Because like I said, if yeah. the crowd is not that interactive, yeah. you're screwed. You yeah. have nothing. Yeah. So just keep uh, crowd work as backup mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing it the other way around which yeah. I think it depends I, mean, I think it depends
2: on the comic like I mean Jesse Kirsten for example yeah. even yeah. Sam morell uh, Mark Norman they're, yeah. they're really good I at that Sam and it's though, yeah. yeah they're all they're all great but like yeah Jesse Kirsten especially like that's her act is just interacting yeah. with the crowd and it's fantastic because it is all yeah. spontaneous but it's not just it's not lazy in her part it's actually the culmination of like 20 years of like experience
1: yeah actually it's not, it. it's not spontaneous yeah. all the way yeah yeah because yeah, you've exactly. got
0: so many years of yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 have like a, you, you it's a skill you develop for sure. It's like a multiple choice game now. You yes. have a couple of response ready on your belt anyways. Yeah. Like a comedy jukebox. But
2: you're also, yeah. kind of, I don't think it's <laughs>
0: exactly that either because you have to be open to what somebody gives you. Somebody might give you something really weird and you're like, okay,
2: let's go with it. Let's see where yeah. this goes. You know, that's also something you have to
1: do. That's one of the main yeah. rules of improv. Yes,
2: yeah. and. Yes, ending. Yeah, you're yes, yeah. ending until it works until everyone's like, no, but we're leaving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah. No, but calling <laughs> calling nine one one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Nitan, you've done uh, shows, as you, we were just talking, you've done shows in Saudi, you've done shows in New York, different crowds, yeah, and you were yeah. talking about how sometimes crowds give you different responses. What's yeah. the, the toughest crowd that you've had? Wow.
1: Well, uh, so I do a lot of corporate work. Uh, I do a lot of corporate shows. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm here in Istanbul to do a corporate thing, uh, uh, with, with a very big uh, international company. So I think the toughest crowds are corporate crowds because they're not w- there to laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a comedy yeah. club, still you'll find pockets of people still giggling or you know, having a good time. So I think corporates, but then I always make it a point to sort of get into the corporate culture and making them laugh.
0: Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm.
1: once you can get through to them, because there's so many distractions right. in a corporate show. There's, yeah. there, no matter how good you are, they're still waiting for the belly dancer.
2: Yeah, no, it's... That, that's you know, a, so. that's, we talk about a tough act to follow. That's a tough act to yeah. preempt. It's like, there's going to be a yeah. sexy woman on stage. Could <laughs> on you get out of the way with this, bull- with this bullshit about curry or whatever you're yeah. doing? And just, Oh, thank yeah. you so much, man. <laughs> I can see. I'm sure, was, no, I'm sure... I like how a, you sprinkle the racism yeah. in no, that. No, you no, know, you know, do you know Dan Ninen?
1: Yes, I know Dan. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a terrible comedian. He's awful. Oh, my God. And <laughs> you're much better than him. Oh, okay. Anyway, I like how he turned it around
0: yeah uh, yeah. What do do? Oh, that's, that's
2: his joke I get sushi with curry
0: and it's uh, like you can't write something better than that <laughs> anyway how many years do you have in your belt doing comedy
1: uh, man so officially I've been doing this for 16 years wow uh, unofficially a little longer mm. um, because when I when I sort of was growing up in Dubai they didn't have a comedy scene so I, I, I must congratulate you because you're also in an expat market and for you to uh, You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of people like both you guys who are taking the initiative because you're not following your leading. Uh, sometimes you just don't wait and you just make your own, make your own scene, create your own scene. Yeah. Uh, so that's what happened to me in Dubai. People keep telling me, oh, man, you're a pioneer, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I just wanted the stage to perform. Yeah. So I did it because I was selfish. So it's not I accidentally pioneered the scene. But that was not my intention. I think that's why it came from a lot of passion. Yeah. So yeah, I've been, uh, I worked in every corporate job. You started
0: me. doing English comedy directly, right off the yeah, foot?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, because see, the thing about Dubai as, as a city, uh, as a place, uh, is the fact that, uh, you know, you're actually performing to a world audience. There, there are so many expats uh, in Dubai. Uh, when you're performing to an audience, you have an Indian sitting next to a Pakistani, a German, and a Turkish guy, a Japanese guy. So you're sort of forced to write in a way where it is not alienating anyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a great, it's a great... And they're place. all you, talent experts, right? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. you are all software yeah. engineers. They're all actually
2: <laughs> wealthy. Whereas in Turkey, it's mostly just people who've stumbled into teaching English like I have. <laughs> uh,
0: you, know.
1: you know, funny you mentioned that. That's one of the same scenes they have in... Uh, uh, in uh, Bangkok. I Mm. recently performed in Bangkok as well. Mm. It's the same
0: scene. Mm. Was it was that at the split show or at the split show? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. I must confess, I don't know what you talk about when you're uh, about show you are talking about. I'm or... going to show you.
2: I'm going to turn on a VPN and yeah. uh, show you a website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so as, you, as you said, like when you're when you're working like with that international audience, let's say in Dubai, where there's a lot of expats. I mean, Dubai is becoming like absolutely this this hub for yeah. you know people from all around the world who are attractive and rich. Unlike here, which is kind of the opposite. Uh, <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you for, thank you for the yeah. But. Um, <laughs> You know what's that like? Because I, I see what you're saying—that you can't just like write a joke about the Arab world. You can't just write a joke about, yes. uh, for example, being Turkish or the difference between yeah. like Turkey and this country or whatever. Because you have to do things that you know are going to hit with an audience that has all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of. Uh...
1: So one of the one of the uh, uh, good titles that I was quite happy to get from one of the magazines when they watched my show. Um, They call me a glocal comedian. Glocal. Uh, Globally local. Mm -hmm. And I think I make it a point, even when I performed in Istanbul, I made it a point to, um, I I have this habit. I write four jokes just before I get up on stage. Mm. And I try my best to make it work. And I try to keep it as local as possible, just for the references, but not doing a complete local show. Mm -hmm. And I guess uh, that's a good habit. It's good hygiene to sort of... Put yourself, you know, uh, in that... Because as comics, I think you'll agree that until you put us in a spot to write, we will not write. Yes, God. <laughs> but, <laughs> Absolutely. But that that excitement of, oh, you know what? I just wrote this joke a minute before i going up on stage. I'm going to make yeah. it work. Yeah. That is very exciting I for think
2: us. of stuff like the day of or the day before, and I just stayed... I practiced it in my mind over and over, and I'm like, this is good. I'm going to try this.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. always something. But yeah. to be able to understand <laughs> what will work with an audience, I think, and I tell all the comics that... Uh, listen, you know, don't worry about booking gigs. Spend your own money, invest. Go to Edinburgh, the mm-hmm. Fringe. Uh, you know, go to festivals. Just be there. Yeah, you know. If we had any money of our own to spend, we would do that. Uh, uh, man, <laughs> can I be honest? I've, I've, uh, I've reached I, uh, now, Alhamdulillah, I'm, I'm in a good space. But initially, when I started, I, I used to save up mm-hmm. to go to festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that difficult, Yeah, trust me. It's just yeah. it's just the idea that nowadays, oh, why am I going there? Am I going to get a gig? Uh, how much am I going to make? Yeah. You're sort of moving away. Like the Edinburgh, I don't know if you've ever been to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival.
0: I've been as a tourist, uh, followed your advice and just go there to experience it. If I go there as a comic to... You will be,
1: I'm telling you, the most humbling experience you will have in your life. Like the 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 talent, the people, and they are—they teach you how to do comedy, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it's 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 absolutely amazing. So I I push people to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes as I think you've got to just do it for the craft, right? You're not if if we
1: cared if we gave a
2: a, a shit about money, we wouldn't be doing uh, expat English comedy. You you actually
1: always do it for the craft, not sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You should always do it for the craft because Uh you will reach a point where. You will not like the way you sound, and it's coming from a real space. I've, I'm here, I'm there already. You know, where uh, you're like, ugh, like, you do your jokes, <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, I, wa- I got to do this one again. Yeah, yeah, so I you reached get, that point in my you career. You get
2: tired like, of your own material. It's yeah. like it's like a piece of gum that you've already chewed the you flavor go. out of. You're like, this is done.
1: The people you know, are enjoying it, but then you're like, man, you know, I, I'm so. not, I, this is stupid, why are you laughing
2: at this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, is that the same, tr- uh, same thing with corporate gigs, though, because... Um, you know, it there, I and mean, it must be a very different environment. You're performing yeah. for these people who have kind of been ordered to go there by yes. their manager yeah. or whatever. In like, daytime We're going to laugh. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. We've got this guy for you. He's Arab or Indian or something. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. fun. You know? uh, he's
1: something. He's something, yeah. He's a transformer. You know, and it's like,
2: no, there will not
1: be an open bar. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, open bar. Yeah, uh, open bar that's, solves that's, a lot of problems. That's the enemy. That's Oh, yeah. That's the enemy. Um, so, so talking about corporate gigs, uh, sorry, what was your question again? Like, like how is that environment <laughs> to work in? Because you, you said, like,
2: um, you do it for the craft, right? But then I, I feel like a corporate gig is kind of like, to me, in my mind, it's like, it's the epitome of, like, I'm being paid to be here by these people that don't really want to see comedy. They just want entertainment, hmm. you know? Yeah, you are like but, but, the clown version of yeah. c- comic. But, you know, it, you're still doing it for the craft, and that's just a
1: different kind of room to do it in. So, uh, I don't think it's... I would highly recommend, if you can make corporate crowds laugh, you're a good comic. Mm-hmm. Uh because then you're not scared of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you're, when you're performing to a corporate audience, you're dealing with so many things. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're invited, you can't pick on them, you can't talk back and all that. But I think uh, I would highly recommend everybody do corporate shows. Because a couple of things it does is it humbles you and a corporate show will make you write. So what I do uh, is I, whenever I pick up corporate shows, I do tailor-made comedy. Mm. Uh, I may sound like a sellout, uh but i am smart to understand that i need to fuel my passion if i need to go to edinburgh Mm -hmm. and spend a month there without getting gigs i need to make money from these guys to be able to do that that's right absolutely absolutely so all these young guys are like oh i'm gonna quit everything and pursue comedy please don't (laughs) don't be stupid (laughs) you know just get a get a side job do a side hustle have enough money to catch a taxi to go to the open mic yeah yeah. You know, step
2: one is just being one. able to afford a taxi. <laughs> that's a, that's a <laughs> levels of financial it independence and yeah, that's it right. Is true,
1: that's true because, yeah. you know you need to be able to afford your passion. No, no, absolutely, it's absolutely. A very smart you, you, thing you need, to, need to, do. to.
0: You need to be able. That's absolutely uh, even right. then you you are doing only comedy. You are a comedian if yeah, you do corporate gigs. Yeah.
1: No, like, the thing is, so so uh, you know, with corporates, there's uh, what what's exciting is there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things you can try. And when, when, for example, I've done work for Microsoft, Google, and stuff, so then it really pushes me to write and understand, uh, you know, things about, uh, you know, how they're working, the yeah. environment... And making it a bit more personal.
2: Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to you kind of, if you're talking to a room full of software engineers, even if you're not a software correct. engineer, you want to have like a, a yeah, thing, it's, you know, you want to have at least a couple of like, I, I see you guys, right? Yes, I, I, I get yes. you. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: one problem I experienced. If you do full-time comedy, you slowly dissolve from the 90% of the people who are doing these jobs, actually. Correct. And correct. you forget to relate to them. Oh, in this economy, you're... they won't be doing those jobs for much longer. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, so oh,
2: you guys are g- yeah. getting laid off next week. All right, Facebook. What's What's
0: one big advice you can give us uh, uh, to comics who've never done corporate gigs before? Uh, Do it. Yes, thank you. (laughs) All
2: right, you heard the man. Get get the people from Octolink on the phone. Yeah, we're (laughs) going
0: to. No, but
1: uh, I I actually, on a serious note, uh, I want to say that stop coming in the way of your own evolution. Um, If you asked me uh, five years back if I would do a comedy show online for people, I'd be like, fuck no, are you crazy? then COVID happened. I've done yeah. three. I've done three hundred Zoom shows.
0: <sighs> really? Uh, no, three yeah,
1: hundred. Yeah. Initially, I fought back, but I was like, "No, this is not how it is." But then I realized that the only it's a beautiful thing I read somewhere. The only responsibility of an artist is to create. Mm. That's it. That's all you got to do. And if you're not creating and not doing all that, you're coming in the way of your own evolution. Right. You're, you're not even attempting to do this thing. Yeah, which I, you could, you could
2: like, what are, are you scared of doing it? Are you yeah. scared of doing a yeah. Zoom show? That's, yeah, that's really something. Because at
1: the end of the day, if you see the corporates, yeah. they're people. Right. You know, and our business is, is people. Yeah. You know, emotions, connectivity. Yeah. So, so what, what's the funniest uh, multinational corporation?
2: Uh, <laughs> the f- Lockheed Martin, Raytheon. I, I, think, I
1: think you're asking me what's the most well paying because you're, you're putting love, that down on your phone. I
2: love to laugh at yes. uh, yeah. uh, the pe- the good people of Raytheon. <laughs> if man, you're, you're like, listening, you ever know, man? You ever make a drone and that drone just uh, bombs like I am, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Just, just so, just stay up in the air. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so Nitin, um, how do you? How do you write material then? What's your inspiration? Trying to be that kind of global comic, yeah. Trying to write for an audience. I mean, this is tough, as you said. You're writing for people from all kinds of backgrounds yeah. who are coming to see you. You're writing for people that might be on Zoom, where there's no audience feedback, and that's why it's like brutal. You're, you're writing for people who might be in corporates, and as you said, you can't. There's a lot of uh, red lines you can't cross there. So you how know, do you write?
1: You know, I I think I think more than writing, mm-hmm. uh, I think if you're getting up on stage. The one thing you need is a genuine intention to make them laugh. Mm -hmm. If that is really genuine, uh, most of your jokes, even silences will make them laugh. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Because I've seen comedians get up on stage and, you know what, they just come with so much attitude. Like, Mm -hmm. man, you know, I'm here performing. You you guys are shit. I've got my payment already. I don't care if you laugh or not. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because, you know, most of us are doing this because it makes us happy. I'll be very honest. Or at least it used to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Till last week. Uh, but, but you know, I, I think, I you know, in, in general, it's it's not that difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's quite simple.
2: I get that. I think that, I mean, as corny as this sounds, uh, it really is about empathy, right? Like when you like Which care is, about the people in the audience. Yes. When you're like, okay, now I'm here with you guys, let's do this, you know, let's be together, yeah. that's when it goes well. When you're yeah, like together with them, if you're if you're like, haha you know, I, I don't care what you, you know, I, I'm I'm a great comic, whatever. Then it gets to be like unbearable.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I've I've actually been through corporate events uh, yeah. where the comic is just like, you know, I'm better than you guys.
2: Yeah. So like, oh, guess. And what? it's very common actually. I want to take yeah. back yeah. all that but stuff I said comics. about comics. Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah, take yeah, back yeah. all that stuff I said about Dan nine. And if
0: he's willing <laughs> to give me a job, <laughs> at, of course at he's going to give you a job. I don't know like if it's he's Indian. He's going to give you a job. I don't know if it's just Turkey. or... Or the people I attract, but like eighty five percent of comics are the one we just talked about. Like they they see themselves on a high place and just see others uh, below them.
1: See, I, I I don't blame them because uh what we do is uh takes balls. It's very egotistical, actually. <laughs> yes, like it's, it's very it's, egoistic. It's fucking powerful, man. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. Here you are standing up on stage and you decide. Like when there are times when you're before the punchline you you take a breath, and you look down, the audience is like, okay, he's going to say it, he's going to say it. That yeah. is very, very powerful. And it can go to your head. Yeah, it, it really can. Like, And yeah. if, especially
2: if you're the kind of person who is like, you were looking for some sort of validation or like yeah. sense of love or sense of belonging or approval, and then you get it, and you get it from you like, get it so I much. have these people, yeah. and they you know, yes, yes. And it really can like completely turn you into a, a narcissist. So so, so, so
1: don't worry about that. For people yeah. who are listening, even you guys, yeah. it's a phase. But get out of it as soon as you can, because then you'll start understanding that uh, you are bigger than, you know, what's being. So uh, I have this quote that I when I do write, write a book, which is very soon. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm thinking of something uh, where it says I always used to put this quote saying I'm uh, not the product. I'm the factory. I see. Um, And that's actually what I believe in. So when you start believing that you're not the product and you're the factory, um, there are two things that happen. You start doing open mics, you start putting out material because you realize that, oh, what, so big dilemma. Should I put this bit out or should I do this more and then see how it goes? Perfect it first. And that's never gonna happen. I know. Five years later, you're still doing the same joke. So the problem with that is internet. The good thing about internet is once you put it out there, you're forced to write new stuff. Wow.
2: So yeah. I think the w- difference between you and uh, 90% of the comics we know is that you have an actual work ethic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know That's not an Indian joke. It's just the truth. Uh, you know, <laughs> Nine to five. <laughs> just, but yeah, like, like, was it always like that for you? Did you always approach this being like, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to craft. I'm going to hone my craft. I'm going to be good at this. I'm
0: going to be the factory that produces this, this stuff. Yeah, before, it, before I got to it. Yeah, Sorry. before uh, I have a question. Do you have a special out there? Like uh, you might I, be the first I, comic that might. I I
1: have a few, uh, but it's not nothing online that's gone. Uh, but but to to go back to what Leon was saying, um, in terms of ethics, I I'm not I'm not a perfect uh, artist. I'm a flawed individual, um, and I've had issues in the past where. Unfortunately, and, and I speak about it openly because I don't think there is, uh, you know, you've got you to take the power away. Uh, I, I come from a very, very interesting background uh, as an Indian. Um, there's nobody in my generations who is doing what I'm doing. It nothing to do with arts and craft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing creative. They've always been into business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing comedy initially, uh, a lot of stuff happened my way. Uh, and then unfortunately, so I've stopped watching comedy now. Because I realized, because for people who do improv, they end up consuming that. Uh, and sometimes you you don't know the, uh, the line between whether it's your joke, is the thought original, is it not, is it this, is it that. So funny uh, uh, enough, I was speaking to a comic yesterday because he called me up saying, man, you know, I did this joke, but I'm not sure if it's mine or not. And first of all, I applauded him because I said, you know what, that's very nice of you to be honest about it. And you're willing to, because that's a very tough situation to mm-hmm. be in. Yeah. Um, yeah. 70% of the comics go through this, mm-hmm. 20% talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. So You're not intentionally
2: stealing, but you're like, there's a comic I like, and I've heard him do this premise, I think, and I, I can't quite
1: remember. It's, it's happened to me. Yeah. It's really happened to me. And it, can I be honest? It was hell for me yeah. when people found out, yeah. when people uh, bullied me, they trolled me. It was yeah. like, I almost gave up comedy.
2: Am I funny or do I just watch a lot of comedy yeah. and then recycle it in my brain? <laughs> yeah. so,
1: and it was yeah. just literally just two references. Uh, so all I'm trying to say is that don't a lot of people beat themselves up yeah Uh, and that's not the whole point of comedy Mm -hmm. you know you just just go there again a genuine intention to make people laugh i'm not i'm not trying to promote that oh do stuff but i i had i had to go through a lot of therapy to realize why it happened Mm. and and i can share this with you very openly now because i i i want to um is the fact that you know sometimes what happens to us is uh, success comes in a very big way uh for somebody who is Uh, An introvert, a child who hardly spoke, uh, uh, you know, uh, suddenly get so much appreciation. uh, I was booking two gigs a night Mm. and then I couldn't keep up, Mm. you know. And that's when I I tripped. I was like, man, how do I write New jokes within a span of three hours. I'm driving from one show to the other. How yeah, do I write? Yeah. And the, you know how the people are. They're like, "Oh yeah. man, I heard this joke last week. Yeah. Can you do one more hour like, of new jokes?" Yeah. Like, That's not how it works. You <laughs> have that
2: factory mindset, but then demand goes up, and it's like that scene in uh, modern yeah. times where all the machines are working yeah. full speed. You, you know, feel like, burnout. I, I can't do this. Yeah, 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 definitely. And especially like if you're kind of an introvert, like you said, and you felt that like hunger for like yeah. uh, approval and validation, and then you start getting it, and you're like, "No, no, no, I can do this. I'm right. really." Good at this, I can. I can
0: write jokes. I can.
2: I can do yeah. two shows a night, yeah. and you kind of push yourself to the max, and then eventually, yeah. Flying
0: too crash. close to the sun. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, I, uh, Murat knows we're not going to take names, but yeah. one of the comics uh, is Murat doing, and Dan. He, is doing my bits <laughs> yeah. here oh. in Istanbul. So, oh. Oh. so, yeah, you know uh, who is. All right, well, well that's a big guy. If I, but if I, <laughs> big guy with a beard, half of Istanbul <laughs> looks like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if I do meet him and if I do discuss this with him, I'm going to tell him. I will like it's okay. But the idea is the faster you stop doing this, Mm. the better it is for you. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not again,
2: I with that it's like again, we're not doing this for money, obviously, he and I. And you also, but like it's like if you can't at least have that intention of doing your own stuff, I don't understand why you would do this, right? If if you it's different if you watch a lot of comedy and you like you're like, Okay, these comedians I like. Yeah, and I, you know, I kind of uh, am. I am I approximating? Sometimes I'll think of a bit, and it's like, isn't there a bit like that from some comedian, you know, that I that I've heard before, seen before? That's different from like I'm just going to take people's bits. That's like, why are you even doing this then? Why
0: don't you just like have a different hobby? (laughs) (laughs) It's a big subject in comedy scene. People don't really approach. uh, I mean, this craft is taking years. You've been in this business for 16 years, and you Mm -hmm. just sometimes you feel burnout. Mm And people just take it easily and uh, not many people attach the same stigma of stealing to joke stealing to yeah. other parts of, mm-hmm. like, if you if I steal your glasses, it's going to be like criminal offense. Yeah. <laughs> but if I steal your jokes, it's just...
2: It's, it's just a joke. It's just a sentence you said. But that yeah. sentence took you 16 years to write, you know? It's
0: like, <laughs> yeah. you know but it yeah. happened to me too. I know, I know. When I go to UK, uh, I started doing other people's jokes, but... I took consent beforehand because they yeah. they're never gonna be in UK. And I said, I'm starting in open mics and I want to have this uh, cycle of self-fulfilling prophecy with starting great jokes that you guys wrote and I'm gonna translate and I'm yeah. gonna try it. them, and they appreciated because That's- I took consent and they said. We'll never be in UK. Yeah. Try yeah. it and tell us if yeah. it's gonna work. And yeah, we understand if we are Universal Comics. I think we've all
2: done this maybe at one point or another. Like I'll be talking with some friends, right? Yeah. Or like yes. Ara- Ara- Arab friends, yes. uh, ar- Arab yes. friends, Iranian friends, or whatever. And I'll make a joke, and I'll say, I'll say to them like, "Please use that," yeah. because I can't say that on stage. That's not a joke. That's like in my repertoire <laughs> of stuff I can say. Right. But you could say, you know, we sometimes we that's different. That's like hanging out and like not not exactly co-writing or writing together, but just riffing. You're riffing together you're vibing and you're creating stuff with each other it's, and that's different yeah. Yeah. it's
1: gonna happen more and more can I be honest yeah. again don't get me wrong I'm not advocating for it I'm just saying it's, it's inevitable because now uh, I would say at least 50% of comics are moving towards observational comedy there's mm-hmm. a genre called observational so right now if we are sitting in this room we're three comics there's something happened there's a light bulb fault or there's I don't know, you're a fucking cactus. (laughs) 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 This cactus comes alive or or something. We're all going to have three different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my question. Who wrote that joke? Mm -hmm. We all watched that incident happen. So... I'm doing the same joke in Dubai. You're doing it in US. And eventually, one of us is going to go, that video is going to go viral, And you go like, shit, man. That's it. It was my joke. It's the first one to go viral with an observer. That's that's the gray area because you Mm -hmm. don't know what's, can I be honest? Everything that we're thinking, somebody's already thought it.
2: Yeah. 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 But that's and that's not stealing that's just that is kind of just parallel thinking. But yeah. on that note again it's how do you how do you find yourself writing what inspires you what kind of situations do you draw from do you do observational comedy yeah. or is yeah. it like What's your process
1: like? Uh, so, so my process is uh, is something that I'm slowing down now because mm-hmm. um, the whole idea to get your eyes and ears open all the time, from the time you land, from the time I was walking up the steps, I was, I was looking at the elevator, I'm noticing. So I, I'm slowing down a little bit because what happens is um, there are two ways of doing this. One, you write a bit or you write a set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the bits are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bit is, you know... Uh, you know, me can be me. a one liner, yeah, being in this lane and seeing this guy um, sell these gloves with no, uh, you know, no cover on the fingers, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's that's a small bit I can do. But how does that become a set, right? So, a
2: set has a start and end point, you, correct? It's like correct. a story you it's tell story. that gets to the end, right? A, se-
1: a set is your story, yeah. A bit is something which you can, it's bits, yeah.
2: You know, it's, Anyone can, you can do a bit. You can, well, yeah. like you can, the bits are like modular, right? You can put them in any order, you can put one yes. in, you can put one out or whatever, yeah. and make this, this set, the show that you want. Yeah. But a, a, um, a whole set has a start and end point. Yeah. You know, it has like an opening joke and a closing joke. It has yeah. callbacks to things in the past that you talked about.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Okay. I usually have lots of bits and try to fit them Put in them a set. Together. that's, that's yeah. a
1: great way to do things. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes what happens is we fo- try to force the bit because it's funny. Yeah. That's happened to me yeah. as well. And and you know we all as comics and I'm sure everybody listening and you guys will agree, we have this one or two jokes that never fucking work. Yeah. But it's <laughs> more <laughs> it's
2: than one or there. two, I'll tell <laughs> you. It's <But> still, still <laughs> fucking
0: there. <laughs> It's yeah, the foundation of the set. Yeah.
1: You know, it's been five years, six years. And like nobody laughs at this, but yeah. s- one of these days, yeah. somebody's gonna laugh.
2: And <laughs> sometimes you can't take it out because it's like a building yeah. block to the next. Yeah. Like, to, in order to get you to this level where yeah. you'll laugh, yeah. I it's have to segue. take you through this where you're gonna laugh. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're so, not gonna laugh. Yeah.
1: So, so that's you. That's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah. you. Yeah. Be be honest to yourself and say, okay, this is how it's gonna work, or just be dishonest on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let everybody see mm-hmm. right. how messed up you are because people like that. Done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's talk about your chemo. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I think pe- people like it when you're like honest. Oh, sorry. And- that's your real hair? Okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, just,
1: this is what it's like now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I meant I mean chemo. Mutton <laughs> chemo.
2: It's an audio-only podcast. <laughs> uh, but like what... What kind of situations do you find yourself, I mean, is it just you going about your day and keeping your eyes and ears open, or are you, like, um, putting yourself in different locations when you travel and trying to, like, uh, find common experiences of people there, you know? Because it is hard writing writing from that local perspective, you yeah. know, both at the same time, like, rooted in a particular place, but also able to appeal to anybody who comes in and, and make it funny. You know? yeah, and you want to set that, you can actually, sorry to break you off, but like, you want to set that you can take to different
1: Countries too, right? So so the good thing about me starting comedy in Dubai is that I'm sort of trained to write two jokes, two versions of the same joke. Mm. Uh, one is for Dubai, one is for the Middle East, which is a cleaner and corporates. And again, why I want to bring back the idea of corporates is because when you write for corporates, uh, it really pushes you to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you realize that uh, the word fuck is is responsible for this joke? Yeah, it's it's sort of important in this joke. Yeah. But then you can't say the f word, mm-hmm. and then you make it into falafel, and people laugh harder when you say what the falafel, because they know you're trying to say mm-hmm. the f word, but you can't. Yeah. They they enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So I think when you do corporates and you, when you do these, uh, you know, places, you realize that you push your brain to come up with another version, which. But sometimes is funnier, mm-hmm. like what the falafel is is, is funny. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's not
2: expected. Anybody could have just said what the fuck, but exactly. you put in the the effort to to do something. Exactly. Rare. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, I forgot your question again. I keep. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, was, I was just thinking, like, yeah, like I think what drugs, is, man. It's it's right. a falafel, yeah. Right. yeah, it was the philosophy.
2: Yeah, that's you're so, working sorry. for all those pharmaceutical companies now. It's yeah. uh, they give you a gift, they <laughs> give you a gift bag. Here's yeah. the stuff in your mailbox. Would you i like take, to, I'll take you like a mixed
1: assortment my, of pills? Would you like to see my Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> uh,
2: it's sorry, just a small prick, and there's only one.
1: Have you been talking to my wife? No.
2: It's a single dose, yeah, in the sense that you give it to her once a year and she's, <laughs> she's good.
1: Once a year? Wow, what the fuck? Uh, that's
2: that's often, regular. Don't you need to get a booster?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, just put it in the nose, honey. Isn't it time for your booster? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sorry, so one more time. What, what no, was I was that? saying like like what I mean. G- because you want something that's local, but it can also be Got used for different corporations in different, different countries. Like, what are some of those, like, common experiences that you find yourself observing? Things that are – because – uh, we might have jokes about living in Istanbul, living in Turkey, yeah. being an yeah. expat in Turkey. I know people love those jokes, and you cannot take those jokes out of this country. You go mm, as far yeah. as Bulgaria, it's over, right? Because <laughs> yeah, like, I have many
0: jokes like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of because you're you know this is your environment, yeah. this is what you're taking yeah. in. Of course, you can have jokes like that. But like, what are some of those experiences that you found can translate between? So cultures. I
1: think the perfect word uses translation. Translations are really funny. Um, I think if you sort of uh, keep your eyes and ears open when you land in a certain place or you go to a different city, um, mm-hmm. you either make fun of the similarities or uh, the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Many a times, like I said, language and words. Um, I, I Of course, Murad knows I used to do this I'm gonna stop doing it now because the uh, <laughs> podcast is the last yeah. time you're hearing the bit. So subscribe to Patreon for the bit as such. But I was surprised to get such a big response on that uh, the TRY mm-hmm. joke. That, yeah, that, that, uh, I was trying to negotiate with somebody. Can but I it, ask what year you wrote that joke, by the way? Uh, to 2019 when I came here first. Okay, so it's uh, yeah so interesting. So I, interesting. Did, I did it first. I, I guess you. <laughs> uh, no, so so I, I just the thing is. Uh, You got to be open to, whenever you travel, you should be open to understand the style of comedy that works there. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the people, unfortunately, when you perform in London, uh, I remember the first show I did in London, uh, you know, people are not laughing as much as I would want them. And then I got a review the next day in the papers saying, oh, he was hilarious. You know, Uh, we were laughing out loud. But that's, and, how you're, that's how you're supposed to laugh. Yeah. And, I, and, <laughs> and, and, and you won't believe I, I, I called up the, 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 the guy who wrote the report and I said, man, I saw you. I've got video footage. You're not laughing. Like he's like, Yeah, but that's how we are. We we laugh inside. I was like, it's called laugh out loud. Can you let the comedian know? I love that. <laughs> you <laughs> called up a guy, I saw I checked the tape. You
2: weren't laughing. Yeah, you why were you laughing? <laughs> you know, listen, yeah. you said laugh out loud, was, funny. I don't see yeah, anybody yeah. laughing. Do you?
0: It's <laughs> Turkish <over> audience <laughs> yes, like that too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah laugh yeah, inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they're
1: they're they're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so they <laughs> don't silently don't, without yes, giving silently. you any support. Yes. Yeah. So um so you just need to sort of understand what you want to do in watch city yeah and uh yeah man please please if you're if you're going there for a comedy gig uh just put some effort yeah make get your uh, carry a carry a notepad Uh, try not to talk into your phone you look creepy as fuck well i think (laughs) i I
2: do that with or without the phone but yeah yeah. (laughs)
1: and and, uh, you know what um start writing with your hand i've just started doing that again after so many years yeah
2: Really? No. So, journaling, yes. like daily journaling by yes. hand. It's, uh, it's
1: yes. the best. The best. So D- you know what happens is, I read this somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but I can vouch for it. Something about writing and not being able to erase it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, uh, is very, very exciting. Yeah. Because when you put a thought on, on your Mac, on, uh, on whatever, and then you backspace, 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 yeah. you're killing the thoughts. Yeah. But if you, so what happens when you write, mm-hmm. you commit. Yeah. You know, when you commit and then you go like, you know what? Oh, this bit, I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just write. Yeah. Write, and write just again.
2: see where it goes. Like, there's a book called The Artist's Way, and uh, what that author recommends is doing three pages, handwritten, uh, just stream of consciousness, no yeah. editing, no erasing. Exactly. Nothing. Just wherever it goes, keep going. Like, sometimes I'll do it and I'll accidentally put the wrong word or something. Yeah. Because I'll, like, take a break and put, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't put the right word, and I just keep going with it, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> see where it goes. I'm dying. It's fine. Yeah, let's, um, yeah, let's wait to chemo, see where you're the going. Chemo the, next is not, yeah. the chemo is not taking effect, folks. The, um,
1: I'm, I'm killing it.
2: Right. <laughs> and him. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, but do you find yourself having to adjust a lot? Because sometimes yes. what will happen to me is like, I have, I have different like, I, I call it like, well, this is not another Indian joke. But But there's like a spiciness, there's like a spiciness (laughs) scale, right? I have like a spiciness scale and I'm like, okay, we go from mild to hot, right? And I have jokes that I see are like two, I have jokes about like school shooters that have worked before, but like... Uh, you Were know, so, they expecting it? They
1: expecting?
2: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they exist. I think yeah. that's why it works. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah. like sometimes you'll go into a room and you'll see like, okay, this room is not prepared for that that style of comedy. This room is like yeah. a mild spiciness room you know you
1: you, so, you got to have your first 3 minutes i i say the word 3 because uh, most of the open mics you do you don't get more than 5 to 6 right mm-hmm, yeah. so i think your first 3 minutes is is smart enough for you to gauge the audience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's two ways you can do this one is either you take a set that you want to work on mm-hmm. and that's it or uh so as a comedy audience i always say uh, when you're doing corporates or you're doing open mics, so remember when we were growing up and our, our parents they used to feed us medicine, which is not good for us. So they used to sort of go like, "Oh, look, look at the plane, look at the plane." So the audience is the same. So what we need to do is the 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 medicine is what we want to say, but we have to sort of distract them with something else. Right. So you did. So what you sandwich your your bits that you want to work into the stronger bits. Right. You know, because you have to get them on your side to listen. The right. idea is not to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. They will laugh on their own. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is one of my mentors, Mas Jobrani, ah, he taught me this. I love Mars Jobrani. Okay. If he's, if he's,
0: yeah, he's, if he's been, been in Istanbul a couple oh, of times. He's, he's, ama- well,
1: he's a beautiful guy, man. So he, he told me that, you know, it's, he told me two things. It's not the seats you fill. It's what you do with the seats that are full. Mm. And he told me is that don't make them laugh. They will laugh on their own. Make them listen.
2: Yeah. I think like the first three minutes, you kind of need to get them on your side. Before you start doing spicier, like more more risque material. I don't even mean like new material that you want to work on. I mean like jokes that are a bit like, you know, if we're talking about comics like Doug Stanhope or whatever. Comics that are like not for general audiences usually. Yeah, You know, if you want to do bits like that, you need the first part of your set to like get people on your side and be willing to go with you f- yeah. further down. Um, yeah. There
1: was a very beautiful testimonial, which I think I received for, uh, for a magazine in Kuwait when I performed. And I think it accidentally put in my head, this is in the beginning of my career, uh, and I decided this is what I want to be. So the so the statement said that uh, watching Nitin Mirani is like watching your best friend telling you a story.
0: Mm.
1: And... Uh, I still have it. I have the paper. It's it's on my wall. Mm. I have to keep reminding myself that that's the zone I need to be in. That's the mission statement. Because if I'm if I'm your best friend, I can get away with.
0: That's a great compliment.
1: Yeah, it's. I think one of the best compliments I've received, and it's now become my career. uh, You know, mantra. Yeah, mantra. That you know, as friends, like I don't even need to crack a joke. If we are friends, I can make eye contact, and we're going
2: to giggle right away. Right, yeah. because so, I like you and I'm, I'm rooting for you to be yes. funny and I'm already, yes. I'm already on your side Yes, that's the good audience or the one where they're on your side that's yeah. when you can do stuff but right? yeah. the audience that's bad is the one that's like okay well what do you people are guarded <laughs> right? Yeah. people
1: are really guarded yeah. like uh, you know and like I mentioned when you perform all over the world you realize that they want to laugh but they're very worried about who is looking at them laughing at what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if somebody's laughing at your shooting joke mm-hmm. it's like oh is that kind of guy so they're, yeah. very, they're very worried about it. People so that check in with their friends to yeah. see? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so the fact that many a times you catch that
0: and you make a joke on it means you're aware. Yeah. 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 And I don't think there is one measure like north to south, uh, mm. like spicy to her. Uh, not spicy there is also something called raunchy and not raunchy it's yeah, another yeah. part of being disgusted. <laughs> right right how much sex stuff
2: uh, right what, yeah. well that's the thing it's like in graphic that, in the, images in that first three minutes right you have to kind of get a, a mental framework in your mind yes. of like okay this is this kind of audience yes this is what they're gonna work with me on this is what they're maybe not you know and then you can change it throughout the night maybe but like yeah, you kind of need to understand. Has it ever happened to you yeah. that you go in and you're expecting like, okay, this is an audience where I can <laughs> be time. I can be raunchy, I can be spicy, and then you're like, okay, no, no they're not no, gonna no. go to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
1: so the opening page of my book, when it does come out, is uh, I've written that you become a comic the minute the joke doesn't work. Well, thank God we are we're really
3: and we're all comedians.
1: <laughs> so the minute that joke that you think is gonna work doesn't work. Mm-hmm. How you come out of that situation will make you a comedian. Yeah, and yeah. you've got to regularly sort of understand that you're going to go in. And yeah, that's man. What, once again,
0: yeah. after 11 years, I just started to learn how to ride the bump and just yeah. how to know yeah. how to get out of it. I don't still yeah. know it, but I'm experimenting but with y- it. You
1: just got to be. Uh, you just got to be okay with the fact that. They're not going to laugh at everything. Yeah, you know what course. we do is, you, we, so, so I used to write jokes like, oh, okay, I'm going to, oh, they're going to laugh here. Mm-hmm. The biggest mistake. Yeah. Again, again, what Maju Brani says don't worry about when they will laugh. Mm-hmm. Just get them to listen. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you preempt that, oh, they should be laughing here. Because sometimes we're on stage and we get the most unexpected laugh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the most, and Some... you're like,
1: what the fuck? This is not even, you ask yourself, man, this, you think this is funny? And that's, that's what happens when... They
0: write the joke for you sometimes. You yeah, say yeah, something, like laugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> comedy <laughs> writes it. itself.
0: By the way, we have a silent spectator for yes. a couple yeah. minutes now. I thought,
1: I thought he was from the immigration. So I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just came back from the immigration. I love, I love Istanbul.
1: <laughs>
3: Would you like to introduce yourself a bit My name's Enes. Uh, we, we haven't met. We haven't they met know yet. me. Yeah, yes. we haven't met. Uh, my name's Enes. We do this stand-up comedy things uh, nice. in yeah. Istanbul. Our What's guest's that, name is... That's the best
1: way to describe my name is Enes. We do the stand-up comedy yeah. thing. In stand-up. I, I, I couldn't get Great.
3: any... Great. Yeah. Yeah. You sound just like you a see producer. how well it's been working. <laughs> yeah, with lots of you money. Well... Uh, you
1: stand, you laugh. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice, nice. I believe you're funny. I'm hilarious,
2: man. I'm, I'm, hilarious. Willing, to, I'm willing to buy into that premise, yeah.
0: Yeah. Enes yeah, yeah. Uh, is like in this comedy business as long as me. I think 11 years now.
1: How, man, how, how does it feel to, to be called Enes? And do comedy like I'm. Are you? I have you already picked up on that? Yes. Yeah, like I hope you try know, not to think about times. it. It's too no, I
3: grew up yeah. in Sydney, so uh, oh, with my fuck. name in uh, <laughs> English-speaking place here. What's
1: your What's your last name?
3: <laughs> this is not working, is it? It's,
1: That's uh, your last name. My no, <laughs> <It's like>, <laughs> last name is <laughs> This is not working. This is, yeah, this is not now. Ah
2: i oh, hate okay. that thank you man uh yeah the uh this last name is that like uh it is not working it's that, uh, it is not working it's that Jedi it lightsaber sound not. yeah yeah but it's you sell yeah so you, uh, ns you sell anus useless oh my god anus
3: useless they used, oh, they 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 used to call me an ass destroyed you i'm sorry <laughs> bro i'm gonna change my name to muhammad that's less no yeah.
1: Yeah, we just keep it to you. Sell Enes. You sell Enes. Yeah, Enes. That's yeah. You that's your next special. But so so funny. Uh, I, I sort of bring this up. But I, how does it feel though, man, to have a name like this and then be associated with comedy? Because people uh, ask you like, you, was that your real name or you were just you came destined with... to do
3: this? <laughs> like, yeah, I think I was. But that's why I came to Turkey because in Turkish, Enes doesn't mean Enes. What what does it mean? It just means Enes. It, it's it's. I think it's a name that. Uh, it's an Arabic name actually yeah I know, I know. Uh, yeah uh, I grew up in uh, Sydney so that was a problem nice. Yeah, oh, they yeah, used to man. call me not that's only an ass they used to yeah. call me Enis the Penis uh, from Enus, Dennis the Menace yeah. oh wow so Enis the Penis Penis the Penis Yeah, that's,
1: that's not a name that's an activity that's yeah, yeah, very that's, yeah.
3: that's that's.
1: you oh, just to, got both
3: covered to
2: Enis the Penis I can fuck your dick yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that's kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's like fuck see that's that's you know and you became the comedians and not the people making that joke yeah I know
3: yeah, they couldn't write better material. You had to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to live through it, so yeah. that's what it made... It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really tough. tough. It's tough, yeah. yeah. And when You're... you live 18 years in... Yeah. The, yeah. There was lots of bullies in Australia. but I mean, th- sure. th- thank God you stuck with
2: it, because my name is Leonid uh, it's a Russian name, yeah. and when I moved to the US, when I moved to the and when you move to the US, uh, nobody could pronounce my name, right? So I just uh, Leon. went by Leon because the I, professional, like, exactly, right? My dad legally changed his name from Gennadit to Jean because nobody could pronounce it. He Say was, it
1: again, Gennadit right? Gennadit and he changed his name
2: from. That sounds Gennady like to a medicine G- you take
1: for a sore yeah. throat.
2: That's yeah, like
3: yeah, uh, like, uh, we. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like my name, uh, but I've got another name. That's Muhammad, right? So yeah. I can Use that, that from was. now on, and yeah. I could like shorten that for Mo. No, everyone yeah. does that now. It's yeah. kind of cheating, don't
2: you think? It's like no, it's like b- Mo. Be, no, I'm be
3: Muhammad, be a full Muhammad. Um, um, uh, yeah, with a D and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but,
2: but as you were saying, uh, I, I think it's like, um, uh, like I I don't remember where I heard this, but anybody can write a set and just do it. Hmm. It's how you adapt on stage, it's how you vibe with the crowd, yeah. it's how yeah. you yeah, it's it's how you incorporate things and work with things that makes you a comic. Anybody could just write a set of yeah. jokes and come yeah. up and do them into a microphone, but it's like being able to adapt and kind of improvise, not really improvise, but yeah.
1: Go with the crowd and stuff. But I think I think the audience, I don't know if you agree with me, but in the last uh, seven to eight years, the audience has also evolved in terms of what they like mm-hmm. in terms of comedy. If around 10 years back you ask somebody what kind of comedy you like, like, I don't know, I like this. And now they're like, I like I like dark humor, I like satire. Uh, very
3: specific now. Right, yeah, they're
1: very specific. Right. So I think once that happens... Uh, you have to keep up. Yeah. So what happens with me is I pretty much take a skeleton on stage. Mm-hmm. So I have a basic idea which direction I need to go in, um, but I'm not. I'm not stuck to. Oh, you know, I'm going to do this joke and then I'm going to do this joke. As you said, they I'm laugh f-
2: here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: I, I think I think that that the fluidity of uh, this whole um, you know art form that we have now it has evolved. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it, it, some people yeah. who are not moving with evolution are are left behind. Right. And they're like, oh, I used to be such a good comedian, now nobody laughs at my jokes because you've not moved on.
2: Right. If, if so. I came, my oh, but guys, my wife, her cooking is, uh, you know, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love Rodney Dangerfield, but like yeah. Rodney, Rodney was from a different generation. Yeah, you know, a Bill big... Hicks was from a different yeah. generation, yeah.
1: No, I, but I think even they're sort of evolving with, with whole, uh, the well, whole they're, idea. They're both of...
0: dead, so they're not yeah, evolving. Yeah, I think it's with oh. all art Hicks. forms. Hicks. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, like well, in yeah. soap operas, they, they used to pull drama from people listening, other people behind yeah. doors, yeah. and not hearing the last sentence they said before they hang up the phone. Now everyone is available every, every time. I mean, they, you can write a message to them on WhatsApp. And the whole narrative of living the life is, is changed anyways it's, changed.
1: it's 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 very tough to sort of have so much we have a lot of comedy mm-hmm. uh um, yeah, you know yeah. these whatsapp groups and you know I, I remember i remember i was doing a joke uh in, in india and i did the joke and a day later that joke came back to me on whatsapp wow. now how do you prove because whatsapp is faster than me like it just yeah. reaches and then you're and then you do that joke you're like oh that's a whatsapp joke it's like
3: fuck like yeah i didn't steal it i just i like, wrote it man yeah yeah, yeah yeah things have changed in comedy as well it's not yeah before everybody's like, a comedian now with rodney Dangerfield, like the times of Rodney Dangerfield, like in that time i think 50 years ago 40 years ago yeah. yeah it was it was uh like the the comedy represents the times so yeah. Yeah. in that time uh everyone was yeah. like uh, it was funny to hear yeah. a whining man yeah, yeah. correct to, uh, but Correct. now it's, was, not, hey,
2: hey, it's not. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I'm the podcast. You're not, not going to be
3: Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> but <should>. now <laughs> it's so like, if we're going to say the same premise for the comedy yeah. today it represents the time, yeah. no one wants to listen to a whining man. Yeah. So Rodney Dangerfield is outdated yeah. in that sense. Like in
2: Rodney's time, people could still afford to get married, so you would do jokes yeah. about marriage. You could afford to buy a house, so you would do jokes yeah. about yeah. your house.
3: You know? And yeah, it's, so it's, it's different. Yeah, it's all
1: extreme. So either you are relatable. Or you're not.
3: Uh, Or you're not.
1: Now Uh, there's nothing in between because people go like, oh man, he, like, when I I performed in Nigeria, I did this bit on, uh, on, uh, you know, my family, the family situation that I have. I swear to God, this Nigerian guy came, he's like, man, I want to invite you home and come look at the situation. It's exactly the same. It's just that my mother says it in Nigerian. So, you just realize that, that technically, if you just stay true to your voice, uh, it connects it's it's relatable you know human experiences are relatable and uh, that's what like what what i sort of um, go with where it's it's like i said haha but also aha mm-hmm. oh yeah that's the best that's the best type of comedy
2: yeah. not just where you're saying something that's kind of shocking Th- or whatever but you're actually getting people to think about yeah. something that's, that's exactly the best. what i was yeah.
3: gonna say yeah. just a moment ago that it was like now it's changed into like before it was about what you were saying but yeah. now it's not about what you're saying it's yeah. about how you say how what you say, say. Yeah. like you could talk about uh very like you could talk about sex for an hour, yeah. But the different kind of ways you put that into right. words—that's yeah. more interesting right. because everyone can talk about. And it's sex not just hours. like
2: yeah. describing, like, oh, shocking stuff that people no, 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 do. No, 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 no. I yeah, get yeah. tired of that when people talk about sex on stage. Like, oh, they're just like they're getting a laugh from just saying something that's a bit gross out or yeah, a bit like I, I, yeah. a, bit, a bit spicy, a bit raunchy. But like when you actually get people to think about, you know, exactly. uh, like, well, why why do we do this? Why yeah. am I doing this? Why am I doing it this way with this person? What is that all about?
1: So that's yeah. interesting. So the first thing I would say is you have to start thinking about it yourself. Mm-hmm.
3: So I do, a, all the so, time. Yeah. sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: just an example. Oh, do you mean having yeah. it? Because I don't know if I can... No, I don't uh, about <laughs> sex, people always talk about sex on stage. It yeah. will never get old. But right. what I don't understand, no one is experienced enough to talk about sex all the time. Because exactly. when you t- uh, look at the average, people have sex with 20, 30 people in their whole life, and they go on stage and talk about that. But it's relatable. I don't know. people. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Average, average. average.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: yeah. You're married now. I'm married, but Are you doing some
2: average. back that's calculations? Like, that's like Tuesday 30. for this guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the, the organization has to make money somehow.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Folks, uh, that's, not,
2: that's not sweat on his palms. Yeah, folks, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Just Do it. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: at this rate I'll have to. <laughs> so, I think uh it's the last 5 minutes. Um do you yeah. want ha- do you want to say anything to your fans? Let's uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: here's my bank account number. Just send somebody. <laughs> yeah. Could you read your <laughs> IBAN yeah, into yes, the
2: microphone? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: no, man. I had a, I had a great time. Thank you so much for for having me here. You guys this, are doing a great job.
2: This was great. This was uh, absolutely Yeah, thank you for being well here. Done.
1: Well, done. Yeah. I I'm, I'm a big fan of people who are creating uh you know uh um you know um, avenues to to get your art form out there mm-hmm. um it takes it takes uh a lot of love dedication and uh you know to do this for free uh you know, <laughs> it, it does it does it does I'm, 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 uh, you you spend your own money yeah. uh, into it and and i i i appreciate you guys i appreciate the passion i appreciate whatever and and hope yeah very soon I'm sure it's gonna be uh, uh one of the most popular i'm sure it is well uh, but yet. if any sponsors are listening yeah uh, come on guys Mohammed bin Step Salman
2: up. if you're listening to the show would you please <laughs> yeah, sponsor this, the, this podcast yeah you should sponsor uh, it, it.
1: Mohammed bin who yeah he's <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a great guy
2: he's a really cutting edge leader oh is it? Um, oh we're talking yeah, about leaders, hey, hey, right hey, now okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so
3: I, I, don't want, I, just, I don't want to send you to the Saudi uh, embassy. Oh, we're doing the show in
2: yeah. Riyadh next week so I hope it works um, yeah, yeah good luck man so, But I wanted to say thank you
3: so much
0: for
2: being no, here no, this most is incredible this is like the most hope I've felt for my own future in months so this is great what is your book going to be called when it comes out
1: uh, when it does come out it's going to be called Still Standing
0: uh, I hope you name. are
1: I, <laughs> I am I am sorry can uh, let me just cover that uh, no it's just I, I, I know you guys expected uh, you know probably but um, jokes and stuff but I, I just feel that you know as comics uh, I want people to understand and know mm-hmm. that uh, we are uh, people off stage as well. Yeah, no. And, you know, what we feel. We're literally the ducks. You know, you don't see the panic under the water when you're on stage. So I just want to say that, you know, whenever you're going to a comedy show, people who are watching, uh, just give them a chance. You know, don't, don't, because I know now it's it's the reels and everything is 15 seconds, one minute. But I just feel that this is one of those original, pure art forms left uh, where, you know, no matter where you're from, what walk of life, how much you earn, you're it's the most beautiful thing for us to see yeah. on stage when you're looking at these different faces laughing. Yeah. At you yeah. Yeah. or with you. This is all and live.
2: This is all happening in this one room tonight. It's you no, know, it's that's, one of those really
1: yeah. pure
0: things that's left. Not something you can. That's and not
2: something you can just uh, experience the same way you experience
0: a YouTube video yeah. or a Netflix show or real. Even in thousand years, it's gonna stay yeah. still standing. Exactly, yeah. still yeah. standing, and, folks.
1: And, and, and <laughs> I, I just want to tell tell the comics who probably listen that uh, work at your own pace. Please do not get distracted by all this that is happening around you, because the problem is. If you do that, you're going to sound like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, fuck this algorithm, fuck yeah, this, whatever. Go at your own pace. Say what you want to, when you want to, how you want to.
0: And don't uh, steal.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have, it's absolutely okay. Uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it's okay. stealing. Uh, I'm, right. I'm being very honest. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. It's yeah. not, you're not a don't good do that. Comic. Because if you, it's, yeah. it's yeah. the bigger picture is you are way funnier. Then what you pick up your experiences as a comic is just so it's absolutely okay like I said we discuss. it happens to some of us um, just know it happened and then sort of apologize yeah. to yourself and
2: stop yourself. doing it so you can become a yeah. better comic which is what you're trying to do when you steal someone's joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright yeah, right. Well, well yeah thank you for joining well, thank us thank you on so much
1: open. that was incredible thank you so fun, much man that was incredible. Uh, see you guys. great see you next time ciao, yeah. ciao. see you next time